On today's show, Honda redesigns the Accord in a battle to save passenger car sales. VW is looking to sell off assets to raise cash, and a teardown of the Chevy Bolt EV shows that it's cheaper to make than most people thought. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. Well, welcome to a brand new day in the life of the amazing automotive industry. Volkswagen's diesel scandal is costing the company tens of billions of euros. So to pay for those costs and maintain its investment in electric vehicles, VW is cutting costs by laying off employees and selling off assets. It's already put Ducati up for sale, and now Reuters reports it's considering selling transmission maker Renk, which is owned by VW's truck brand, Man. VW is working with Citibank to sell Renk, which is estimated to be valued between 600 and 800 million euros. Several private equity companies are interested in buying Renk, but a sale to a non-NATO buyer could be complicated because it is a supplier to the defense industry. And we think that VW could be forced to sell off other assets to raise more cash. If electric cars really catch on in a big way, automakers are going to need a lot more manufacturing capacity to make batteries. And that's why Elon Musk claims that Tesla is going to build two or three more gigafactories just in the United States alone. That would be enough to power one million EVs. Tesla expects to sell half a million Model 3s a year and expects equal demand for its future lineup, including the Model Y, which will reportedly be a low-cost compact crossover. But building those gigafactories won't come cheap. They cost about $5 billion apiece. Still to come, a look at the all-new Subaru Crosstrek and Honda Accord. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Subaru has seen its sales go up in the American market for every single month over the last eight years. It's an amazing record, and to keep up the momentum, it's going to roll out an all-new version of the Crosstrek. It's known as the Subaru XV outside of the U.S. market, and it's built on a new architecture that first appeared on the new Impreza. Looking ahead to future variants, it's designed to accommodate gasoline engines as well as plug-in and EV propulsion. This version is powered by a 2-liter flat 4 that's 26 pounds lighter than before and now has an impressive compression ratio of 12.5 to 1. It produces 152 horsepower and 145 pound-feet of torque. It also meets Level 3 and SULEV emission standards. It's coupled to a CVT that offers a gear ratio spread of 7.03, which Subaru claims is the highest ratio spread of any CVT. That allows the engine to work more efficiently. It delivers 29 miles to the gallon combined, and the Crosstrek is also available with a manual six-speed. It delivers 25 MPGs. The base price starts at $22,710, and a loaded-up one will easily top $30,000. The Crosstrek is now the third best-selling model in the Subaru lineup, and we'll have more information on it coming later this week. Ford offers a wide range of variants of the transit van. They come in different heights and wheelbases, and in Europe, there's even a front-wheel drive variant, the Transit Custom, 
which just got a redesign. Notable styling changes to the exterior include a whole new front fascia with a high-mounted trapezoidal grille similar to its passenger cars. A simplified interior is dominated by a large center screen that almost seems to grow out of the dash. It's powered by a range of diesel engines, which includes a new Econetic variant. The option is only available on the short wheelbase version with the least powerful engine, which gets a unique calibration and auto stop-start. Other features of the option include low rolling resistance tires, a speed limiter of just 62 miles per hour, and Ford's acceleration control technology. Acceleration is limited if the van is empty or only half-loaded. Acceleration is progressively limited as speed increases and the driver is prompted to shift earlier. The fuel economy can be improved by up to 15% this way. The best-selling commercial vehicle in Ford's European lineup will be available early next year. We recently showed you the all-new Toyota Camry, so now here's Honda's response, the 2018 Accord. And it's a pretty big redesign as far as the Accord goes. Senior Vice President of Honda, Jeff Conrad, calls it the most dramatically styled, fun, and sophisticated Accord yet. The new exterior is sportier, with dual exhaust, a sweeping tail, a longer hood, lower seating position, and shortened overall length. The interior has had a refresh as well, with a larger touchscreen, thinner A-pillars for better visibility, and more cabin space thanks to a longer wheelbase. Honda showed off the Sport, Touring, and Hybrid trims, which will be offered in a 6-speed manual or 10-speed automatic. What's more is there are two new turbo four-cylinders, making it the first turbo Accord. Pricing and fuel economy are yet to be announced, but are expected soon. You know, even though the sedan segment is shrinking, both Toyota and Honda believe that with expressive styling and major upgrades, they can grab the lion's share of people who still want to buy sedans. Coming up next, the Chevy Bolt EV costs thousands of dollars less to manufacture than expected. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. UBS, the giant Swiss financial firm, recently contracted Monroe & Associates to tear down the Chevy Bolt EV to determine its manufacturing costs. To Monroe's surprise, the Bolt costs thousands of dollars less to manufacture than first thought. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, Sandy Monroe was in the studio, and in the following clip, he talks about that teardown. We gave him what the prices are right now. And we told them what we thought about projections on different materials and, and whatnot. Uh, but, but they went through and uh, manipulated the numbers so that they could figure out, okay, gasoline prices are this in, in Europe, and the general buying population is here, and the infrastructure will be there, and blah, blah, and here we go, boom. Because if you're in the city, um, uh, if you're in a, a major maybe not a major city, London is going to have a problem, but if you're in a, a city of some size but not gigantic, um, an electric car is going to be wonderful for you. Um, it, it'll be cheaper than gasoline or diesel fuel. Um, the price parity as far as, uh, and it's not price parity as in my electric car and my gas in, engine car are the same. 
it, it's more like the cost of ownership. So, and that's what I should say for yeah. 2018, and that's what yeah. the report said. Total right. cost of ownership, TCO, right. mm-hmm. would right. be right. on a par in Europe next year. And, and in Europe, why? Because it's still 7 bucks a gallon right. for gasoline exactly. in Europe. Exactly right. And in 2025, now you have cost parity, real cost parity. That's what they're predicting. And, and I, and I kind of agree with that for Europe. Uh, in China, uh, 2020 and 2027, I think, were the dates. And in the United States, they put something down, but it doesn't matter because it's a lie. <laughs> nobody, nobody in the States is running out to buy their, their, their electric car. There's a lot more great insight in that show. So check it out right now on our website, Autoline.tv, or look for it on our YouTube channel. And speaking of Autoline After Hours, this week we'll be talking about the upcoming Concours d'Elegance at St. John's. So join John and Gary for some of the best gearhead talk in the business. But that's it for today's show. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.